following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. So we, you know, we did have you on the show in the past. Now that Kelly's here, I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about some of the dynamics of the family. You know, where where do you feel like you fit in? Where what what do you feel like your role, your your place is in the urn party? Like, you know, legacy. Yeah, so I've always wanted to make sure, like, you know, I'm here because I bust my butt to be here, you know, not because I was handed something or given the opportunity. And when are you going to get married? <laughs> Man, That's I thought we were talking about the shop. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, like, yeah. you know, you're 32 years old. Yeah. Playing the, I'm playing the long game like you. You are. <laughs> <laughs> How have you changed as a person to, you know, not blow up, not not throw, you know, not not stomp your foot, pitch a fit, make a scene? How do you swallow your pride in that moment when something goes wrong and you got to regroup, you got to rebuild? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Hey, everybody, it's Dale Jr. back again. Another episode of the Dale Jr. Download on this Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. Back in the Bojangles studio, back with my sister Kelly. We are going to react to yesterday's interview with our nephew, Jeffrey Earnhardt. Um, we got to sit down with Jeffrey for the second time. He was here at the studio in 2019. And Kelly, I appreciate you coming in uh, to help us with that interview. And uh, it was great to talk to Jeffrey. And um, honestly, um, you know, a lot has changed in his world. The last time we were talking to him, he was racing for Gibbs, having his big break. Uh, all those things have kind of went away, changed. Uh, new challenges have arised. Uh, new you know, new mountains to climb, but he's back full time in the Xfinity Series, racing for Alpha Prime, and set he set himself up, I think, for uh, what could be a, a pretty solid year. Uh, we talked a lot about you know some personal things, family, you know, challenges, um, and I guess regretfully we de- we we didn't get as any real answers i you know i kind of want to know more about the dynamics of his relationship with carrie and you know just out of my own curiosity what are the what are the difficulties that that are you know that come from that partnership or friendship and 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 being a father and a son and you know what what has been the ups and downs and and maybe he you know i was hoping maybe he might say something that that might you know, spark a, an idea in Carrie's own mind. Um, but uh, they're so private. Yeah. They keep their cards close. They do, their, yeah, yeah. They do. So, you know, a couple reactions that I have. First off, um, you know, Jeffrey works really hard. And on getting his rides and the sponsorship and all this kind of stuff, and I was sort of – but I'm sort of perplexed by that because there's, there's just – I just feel like there's conversations that could be had, can be had, should be had in the future that like where he can just lean on people and help, you know, like it's, he's like, he's so, he's so headstrong in it being 
him and yeah. his way and all that, which I think bleeds over into what you just said, you know, yeah. on the family side of it. Um, um, cause you know, I, I probably know a little bit more, um, just from the family history and, and, you know, I brought it up during the interview, just the dynamics of, um, uh, you know, step parenting and relationships and siblings and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, his dad was young when those children were born, you know, 18 and 21. Um, you're not, I, I wasn't ready to be a mom at 27 based off of family baggage. And, um, you know, so I can't imagine how hard it must be for 18 and 21 year olds to do that. So, um, but I think it's things that, um, you know, in my opinion, they need to sit down and talk about and hash out, you know, Gosh. you know, yeah. it's, it's, you don't want to be 49 and 50 like we are not have the ability to have those conversations with your family, not have the ability to have that closure. You know, I didn't yeah. get to have that kind of closure with dad before he passed and, and, um, you know, it, it's, it, I think it's, um, it's just. It's just good to talk through and and but so yeah we didn't get to get there with him uh, and it's you know just not the right setting Jeffrey I don't is, think from his standpoint <laughs> yeah I know that it is a challenge for us to to yeah. t- certain people that do come into this room it, it, there are some you know just there are some roadblocks it's just general decency sometimes gets in the way yeah. of of being able to ask the questions that you really want to know the answer to but. Um, and so I didn't didn't want to put him in a bad position or put him in an uncomfortable, awkward position. But, uh, you know, sometimes I like to put the pressure on Jeffrey and just see, you know, <laughs> hey, man. Um, I, you know, sometimes I want uh, Jeffrey to know I'd like to you – know, I'd definitely like to experience more things with him uh, because every time I've been around him, it's he's fun. Yeah. He's, he's, he's easy and happy and – I've never seen the guy, I mean, outside of, you know, having something happen to him, like getting run into the wall by Parker Klingerman, I've never seen him in mad, a, yeah, mad, upset, in a, in yeah. a, in a general setting. I've never seen him act a fool yeah. or be, um, be rude or hard to be around. And just, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I enjoy talking to him though. And I think I, I, th- I hope that when he walks out of the room, he, he hear, he heard us tell him that we, we love we, we we love him want to be around him yeah you know I hope that he takes that you know takes that out of the room with him um, but good to catch up with him and uh, and hopefully uh, people will be paying attention to what he does the rest of the year yeah he's got a good opportunity so I'm excited about you're talking that so you know there was a moment I think I can't remember details but he he had a he when the Gibbs Gibbs deal was kind of either coming together. I think the Gibbs deal was come together or it was had had started to fall apart. The pandemic, you know, we had to have backup drivers. Remember? Yeah. We had to have like a, a plan B mm-hmm. for somebody if somebody yeah, yeah, just if they got COVID they or had a COVID, right? Yep. You know, they, they weren't gonna race. And I think we asked him to be our plan B and he was like, Nope, I can't do it. <laughs> That's a Chevrolet. I can't race. Uh, it. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and true. I don't think he really yeah. actually had a deal, but he was so he was he was he very was, um, he he had committed had, he'd to Toyota yeah, because had, I think he felt like that could be he had some equity there yeah and he was hanging on to that yeah and he was not going to risk yeah. whatever little opportunity might be there for yeah. that to be our be our plan B yeah which that's a hard position to be in because you don't want to take those risks to to uh, you know have a relationship go sour but at the same time you need you want to keep all your 
options open. You know, you want to be able to do every opportunity yeah. you can. Yeah, so that's he, uh, a tough one. You know, th- you know, yeah. I think, you know, there's he's 33 years old. I have not um, – I don't know how you feel about it, but I've not shut the door on the, on the idea of him ever driving a race car here. Yeah. You know, if things worked out and lined up the right way. Well, that's why I asked him the question. You know, what he's been in good equipment. Mm-hmm. He's raced well in good equipment. So I know what the barrier is, obviously, because we do this uh, for a living every day. Yeah. But but that is the true barrier is to figure out, you know, how you can make that money marry up. And, you know, we as junior motorsports um, – you know, have had great drivers, great sponsors, great situations come together. But, you know, it's it's been a challenge in the past many years to pull that specific person that you might want to come in to drive your race car and marry it up with sponsorship that we yeah. may already have. You yeah. know, a lot of situations are kind of tied together and go together for whatever reasons. But, um, yeah. So, I think he's grown a lot yeah. as a driver over the last couple of years, certainly more appealing to 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 teams like ours and yeah. uh, then he ha- you know his his stock is rising uh, he's a great personality i mean he's yeah. fun you know and if that's what it takes to have have more time with him that's what i'll do <laughs> uh so sounds like you're on the hook for noodling if you ask me yeah <laughs> i've made the promise so it's time to. Go i to, don't want know. to noodle i don't so, I, yeah. I don't want to noodle either but i've i must have made a you know commitment to doing it so <laughs> i must go do it Uh, we had such a good time last week. We did this thing with Amy where Amy read these questions and I had to guess the answer. How well did I know my wife, Amy? We had such a good time with that last week and I was so proud of my performance that I think we should do it again. <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, I just didn't listen. <laughs> well, you missed out. Um, so a- Alex, you got some, you got some questions ready? I do. I do. All I'm right. shocked that you had a good performance. Really, I am too. <laughs> Dude, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. <laughs> These are good today, so they're oh going to be tough. Oh they're going to put you to the test. Well, These time. are tough ones. You've, hey, you've yeah. moved the the mark up for him, huh? I yeah, believe exactly. I believe in balance. I believe in ebb and flow. So we did good last week. More than likely, this week we'll go the opposite direction. So hopefully it doesn't. But that's that's the way it happens. It happens. Okay. All right. Here's the first question. Okay, we've had two beautiful daughters, Isla and Nicole. What are their birth dates? So these are the questions that sh- scare the hell out of you. I know the answer, okay? Isla's is April 30th and Nicole's is October 12th. And so, but hearing the question strikes, strikes fear. <laughs> oh my God, don't get this wrong. You have a little bit of it's, ease, I think, because both of those birthdays are, one's around your birthday, so it's kind of, and then one's yeah. around dad's birthday. Yeah. So it's kind of. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So Isla was born one day after dad's birthday. Man, I was pulling for her to be born the day yeah. the day before, but it's still pretty cool <laughs> that she's so close. And Nicole was born two days after mine, and and I mean, you know, I feel like for some reason that happened on purpose. There's some, uh, you know, there's something to it. There's something yeah. that's that it's going to make more sense, I think, when they grow up and their personalities start to come out more and more. That's gonna you're going to see some connection, right? Yeah. You may tell you a way. funny story. So Carson was born exactly on her due date, September 18th. Wyatt was due February 22nd. He was due the 16th, but that's right around kind of dad's anniversary date, right? And uh, Kennedy was born, uh, was due on November 8th, and she was born on 1029. You got any idea what day that is? 1029. Teresa's birthday. Oh, wow. Isla is April 30th, 2018. Nicole is October 12th, 2020. 
Oh, be yeah, I guess she... I should have did the years. Yeah. I still get it. I still yeah. get a check. He's, he's got a check. Point. He got that right. Yeah. Be funny if she got it wrong and you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the next one. What is my favorite food? Oh, man. Amy's favorite food. Hmm. Goodness gracious. Oh, um, I think her favorite food is like, uh, is um mexican and i'm gonna go with uh enchiladas uh or um empanadas yeah burritos burritos stuff like that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she like that. loves taco bell also seriously mm-hmm. anything mexican there you ah! go, there you go. <laughs> very yeah. good hey very good but she's from texas too so i've been she i have like been introduced to so much Mexican cuisine, mm-hmm. having gone down there and visited her and dated her, you know, dating her for years, and we'd go down. I mean, she's like all that's going through my mind this? is you healthy, healthy, healthy. Oh yeah, I didn't pick Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's she's like, hey, you know, you've never ate this, you're trying it. You never ate this, you never ate this, you're gonna do it. This one, I I wouldn't get this one. Oh, okay, so this one's tough. What is my coffee order? Her coffee order. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. <laughs> well normally she's probably in the car ordering coffee by herself yeah. how often do y'all order coffee together what's a frappuccino mm-hmm. what, what is that you're asking do me do y'all know what that is a frappuccino is you can get them hot or cold yeah um I think she doesn't get her it's not a she latte uh-uh. she gets um her she gets coffee with um almond milk or or you know something like that in there uh Shoot, man. I mean, I don't Where, know. What, what place are we at when she orders coffee? I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know. like, Let's we can narrow it down from Let's Starbucks. A basic non fat vanilla latte. A basic what? That's like, I guess it's, she's telling us like a basic order. It's a like basic a non fat uh, vanilla latte. Yeah. A vanilla latte. Well, you said, I said latte or you said latte? I said latte, but right. that's a different center of A vanilla latte. I thought that that was not the, you know, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that one. That's my order. Vanilla latte? Sure. <laughs> you know, you order, you don't, if you don't know nothing about something, you just order a latte. You get whatever you think you've that's heard right. the most. Mm-hmm. Like vanilla latte mm-hmm. just sounds like the one that's most mm-hmm. common. Yeah. yeah just pumpkin spice latte. Just give me that, latte. Just yeah. give me that one. Yeah. No, 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 I'm getting that. <laughs> you don't like pumpkin spice, eh? What is my favorite song? Her favorite song is probably um, Last Date. By Floyd Kramer. That's our song that we danced to at our wedding. Mm-hmm. So I might guess that one. Fool's Rush In by Elvis. Ooh. Mm. No, I was way off. Mm. Fool's Rush In by Elvis. <laughs> you should know that. I should. <laughs> you should know that. I told you this was going to go bad. <laughs> we started off so good. Started yeah. off we started too. off so good. I can see where you picked the other one, though, because yeah. I, I would have thought that, too. Yeah. I got two more for you. All right. What is my favorite movie? Hmm. Ah. You're going to cut out all this dead silence because I got to think about this one. Yeah, nobody could guess my favorite movie because I don't like to watch movies. I fall asleep during movies. Yeah, they're too long now. Yeah. I saw the other day, like, somebody was trying to figure out what movies to watch, and so they picked the 100 best movies, and they were going to watch what they hadn't seen before. I would Mm. need to watch probably all 100 of them. Like I just don't watch movies. Her favorite movie. Um, 
Come on, just pick a guess. Have y'all ever been to the movies? No. No, okay. Um, have you, can you think of something that you've watched in the, your theater room there? Besides cartoons recently? <laughs> I think I'm gonna, uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, it is. It's some obscure movie that I don't, I don't remember or ever heard Legally of. Legally Probably haven't even seen myself. It's not The Notebook, so go ahead. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own! Ah, oh, damn it! You just dressed up we as did. that yeah. and you we missed did. it. God. I Gotta thought you were be a reason why you dressed up for Halloween. Yeah. I didn't know that was her favorite. I think she just decided that lately. Yeah. Like That, that was the first one in her mind. If you would have asked her 2015 or 18, that would have not been the answer. But it's because that we have these dressed kids up. now and we yeah. dressed up as... All the characters now. Mm-hmm. Fresh in the mind. It is Rosen to the top. Yeah, yeah. All right, last or one. Or Risen. Risen to the top. <laughs> Rosen. <laughs> what was my first car? Oh, man. Her first car? Uh, a Z24. She had a um, a little Cavalier. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a Z24 because it didn't have the... The Z24 package? Yeah, it didn't have the Z24 <laughs> package. But uh, a blue, it was like a, a teal Cavalier blue, something like that. A teal Chevy Cavalier. Hey! Teal. Nice yeah. color there. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I think I bought it. Like after she drove it? Yeah. Okay. Think so you think you have it somewhere? No, I don't oh. remember what happened to that thing. But oh. um, when we first started dating, she was really not excited about showing me this car. We were, uh, I think I've bought it from her or something. I can't remember. Uh, I only saw yeah, it. Like I don't one. remember either. I only saw it once. But <laughs> she wasn't she's was like, can't see my car. I was like, why not? <laughs> At least it was a Chevy. Had a big dent in the door yeah. and it was pretty rough. <laughs> Banged up. AC didn't work. And you at that point she didn't know you flipped a few cars and yeah. all that kind of stuff before. Yeah. So you had some banged up banged up stuff yeah. too. Well there you go. Hey you could have showed right. her that um brown Chevy that you love so much. Remember that yeah. one? <laughs> So a new segment we want to throw at y'all on this Thursday, and uh, we may pull this one out. Um, we're just, you know, I love music. I love talking about music. I love learning about new music, and uh, it gets harder and harder to do that. We don't really listen to terrestrial, I think you call it, radio anymore, where, like FM radio, mm-hmm. you don't really listen to a radio station, per se, where you're getting, you know, new music. New music. Uh, discovering music really for me, uh, I'm finding it in some of the most randomest places, like in my Instagram timeline. Uh, for example, I found a few bands here in the last year, uh, that I probably would have never discovered otherwise, but, um, we're going to go to our phones and Kelly and, uh, me and even Alex, Alex, you can chime in here. What is the last two songs, three, let's go three, three songs that you have added to your iPhone or your playlist. Yeah. Okay. See, so that's a challenge for me too, because nowadays I just look up Apple music and I don't even add it to my playlist. I just play it. Right. You just don't, because what if you want to go back and get it again? So I, I just go back to Apple music and get it again. (laughs) I'm a, I live in the recently added playlist. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And so if I like a song, I add it to the to the library. Okay, well, I'm going to learn something new. And here. then when I want to hear that again, I just go to recently added. Okay. And uh, so I live in the recently added. 
You also live in music. Like, you yeah, love, I do love music. It. Love, love, love So music. do you have a couple songs, this most recent songs that you started listening oh my, to? My, well, the, the, you're going to laugh because we were just talking about this the other day. So my most recently listened to songs are Come As You Are from Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit from Nirvana. That's good. <laughs> because I was teaching Wyatt about Nirvana. Uh, Your son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I forget. That he was, was wearing... Conver- somebody was wearing a shirt and he's like... Uh, what is that? Yeah, and you we were like, were texting, that's a band. Yeah, he goes, right. I've, yeah. you know, I've seen Nirvana around yeah. on other shirts. Yeah, he thought it was a T-shirt. He just thought that's it was a T-shirt brand. Yeah, he didn't know exactly. it was a band. Exactly. And then we also listened to Motley Crue over the weekend um, for some reason. Man, right? people are going to love your choices. <laughs> and again, we were Kelly trying to teach went last. something. I should have went last? Yeah, because okay. yours are so good. And then the last, now I actually downloaded this one because this is the last one, which is a Christian band called Kane. And I went to an MRO event and was listening to the, some of their music. And they have this song called I'm So Blessed. And it's like, yeah. it will like just get you moving if you're having a bad day. Okay. So like I added that one to my playlist. That's pretty good. Alex. Yeah. I'm pretty basic. So I'm a big country fan. That's all I listen to. Yeah. But I'm a Spotify guy, not Apple Music. Okay. So they have all these playlists. But the last three I wore were two Morgan Wallen. So last night and I wrote the book. And then one Hardy, which is like, oh. it's almost like a half country, half rock he came out with, which yeah. is Red. It's That's also new. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I, new, I yeah. heard that one the other day, too. Yeah, yeah really yeah. cool. Good album. Hardy one, if you want to listen to I've that I've heard. Um, uh, Suburban Kings by Tom DeLonge is a song that I just uh, got this past weekend. I heard it in a car ride and thought, man, I'm going to add that one. Uh, Ruby Soho by Rancid, an oldie, but a goodie. Um, Crash by a band called You, and, you Me at Six uh, is a really good. They're great. Love them. And then uh, I have a Teenage Dream, Katy Perry, Delicate by Taylor Swift, and You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. Isla, ah, taking her to school, yeah. has got me on the, the kids' bop, right? Oh, yeah. And so, um, I'm, you know, sometimes the kids' bop is a little bit too much, and so I try to weave in some things that might be kind of kids' bop-like, but I can actually... Yeah, the kids' bop voices are what ruins it for me, mm-hmm. like on the original song. And then, she is yeah. listening to um, this one song, Havana. Havana, Havana. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no, one. Yeah, I yeah, know that one. She is the kids' bop version. <laughs> uh, every dang time we get in the car, can we hear that one? <laughs> for a while, I remember it was um, Spiderwebs. Yeah, it Spiderwebs. No doubt, I loved it. She got on Atlantis Morissette kick <laughs> yeah. and... Uh, yeah, so it, she she'll like that song and every every, you know, every car ride that song. Lately, why it's been wanting we also I just looked down in my list is the real Slim Shady by Eminem. We oh. having to live. Oh yeah, <laughs> having to listen to that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so um, we have uh, another segment that we are going to introduce for the Thursday show, and I am really excited about this, and I think. Um, it's absolutely uh, something I've been wanting to add to our, our toolbox, but it is basically going to be a short track segment, and uh, Hannah Newhouse is going to be the host of that segment, and we want to give you a little bit of a, a, a teaser, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, here's a little bit about what you're going to hear. Welcome here to Short Track Insider, where each and every week, man, we are going to talk any and all things short track racing. And uh, believe it or not, if there's snow on the ground where you are, there wasn't in the state of Florida. And that's where a lot of folks 
kicked off their 2023 season over the last month or so, both in dirt and pavement racing. The Dirt Car Nationals wrapped up at Volusia over the past week. That is a two-week event ranging in everything from non-wing sprint cars, sprint cars, modifieds, big blocks, super late models, you name it. It probably raced there. Uh, the NOS Energy Sprint Car Series kicked off their season with David Gravel sweeping the opening rounds of the sprint cars. Kyle Strickler was able to take home the big gator in the UMP Modifieds. Uh, and just for some clarification, when you win a race, you get a little gator. When you win the overall points for the consecutive week, you get a big gator. So obviously the goal, definitely the big gator. Tim McCready making his way down from New York was able to get the big gator in the super late model division with the World of Outlaw Case Construction late models. Matt Williamson all the way from Canada won the big gator with the big block modifieds and each respective series fortunately has a couple weeks off before continuing their season. So go home, get some rest, but also on the pavement side of things, man, teams were busy over at the new Smyrna Speedway for World Series. They had everything from pro late models, super late models, Thunder Bombers, tour type modifieds, a busy week for teams down there and history was continuing to be written. First and foremost, the one thing I want to hone in on that came from World Series was Katie Hedinger. And if you do not know her name, man, you need to write it down because she's going to continue to make headlines. And she's so fresh in her career, only 15 years old, was the winningest driver, young female driver out at Hickory Motor Speedway and made her way down to New Smyrna, teaming up with Anthony Campy in the Pro Late model. And a lot of people were wondering, you know, she's great at Hickory. How is this going to work when she branches out and races at other racetracks and Boy, did she prove them wrong. At 15 years old, she is just blazing the trail of racing, and it's been so fun to watch. We caught up with her, though, and here's what she had to say, of course, about that win and, you know, what it did for her and this upcoming season. I was so pumped. We were so close to a win all week long. We had two really close finishes, second and third, and then a DNF the night before the win. So I really needed a win. My team needed a win. We had a fast car that whole day. Um, and once we were able to get out in front, we just drove away. So I was so pumped, obviously, in my celebration after, and I couldn't stop smiling. And I'm so glad we were able to come home from Speed Weeks with a win. So great to hear again. She's going to be one in headlines for a really long time. Casey Roderick, though, was your Super Late Model World Series champion. Over the seven Super Late Model feature nights, he was able to get five pulls, two victories. Again, it is all attrition for these teams. And then in the nights that the tour type modifieds were racing, it was big money, Matt Hirschman, uh, getting it done down at the high banks, half mile oval. Again, if you go down to Daytona ever for whether it's the duels or just to go down there for the 500, I highly suggest make a point, get over to new Smyrna speedway, get over to Lucia speedway park. They're 35, 40 minutes at the most from the beach. And you know, you get some of the biggest names in racing, short track racing that come down here because, hey, there's no snow and it's usually nice weather. But, man, it's just been great racing the last couple of weeks. I highly suggest trying to make it a point to get down there the next time you're in Daytona for 500. For most drivers and teams across the country in series, hey, it's still cold. There might be snow on your radar. But as the weather continues to warm up and tracks and series all across the country, get ready to rev up their 2023 season. Each week, you can check in here. We'll have the latest news, where to watch the best short track racing, all here on Short Track Insider. All right, so there you go. Every you know Now we have a true grassroots short track component to what we're doing, and we hope to grow that. Hannah is prolific and, and and understands that world and and lives in it uh she's going to be great you know bringing us kind of the ins and outs of what's going on out there in the short track world and the grassroots racing world uh so we're thrilled about that i'm really glad to be adding that to our show you're going to hear from her 
uh, throughout the year um, and the ins and outs and happenings around the around the around the country. Uh, so thank you, Hannah, for that, and I hope everybody's excited to, that we're adding that to the show on Thursdays uh, every every week. So uh, that's it. That's our show. I hope everybody's enjoyed it. We had a great week here at Dirty Mo Media. Action's detrimental with Denny Hamlin kicking off the week. Uh, the door bumper clear guys uh, had a great show on Monday as well. Obviously, um, Steve Letarte dropping in here for our Tuesday show, uh, doing some dirty air, talking Daytona. That was awesome to be able to hear from Steve. Don't forget to listen to his Dirty Mo Doe show that comes out every Thursday. If you want to place your bets for the upcoming race weekend, talk about the wins and losses over at Daytona. Uh, Kelly, thank you for coming for yesterday's guest segment with Jeffrey Earnhardt again today to react and and discuss and have a little fun before we head off to Fontana. Uh, Hope everybody that goes out to the racetrack this weekend has a great experience. Hope your favorite driver wins. Thanks for tuning in to the Dale Jr. Download on Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.